Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and I'm a Forbes contributor covering social entrepreneurship and impact investing. Our guest today is Jack Nadell, and Jack is a remarkable man, a World War II veteran with a long and illustrious seven-decade business career as an entrepreneur, and uh, he's now written a book that he is sharing all of his wisdom in, and he's made the book available to veterans, a special uh, soft spot in his heart for veterans. That book is available for free to veterans. So, Jack, welcome to the show, and thank you for being with us. Well, it's really a pleasure to be here with you and and to talk about uh, something that I feel very passionate about. Now, Jack, I know the point of this visit is to talk about your book and entrepreneurship, but I want to ask you to give us one highlight experience from World War II, because there are so few people left to tell us what it was like firsthand. Can you just give us one quick anecdote from World War II? Sure. I generally don't tell these stories, but I think this is the right place and the right time. Uh, I flew 27 combat missions over Japan in a B-29. My job was that as navigator and radar bombardier. And most... There were three different types of, of missions, daytime in formation, daytime at a very high altitude, and the ones that really developed were night raids at a very low altitude, which were very seriously dangerous. And the one story I will tell you, which uh, I think got me my distinguished flying cross, was the... Uh, uh, one of one of one of my buddies was shot down right off my left wing, and of course, if that doesn't give you survivor's guilt, nothing will. You wave to him one minute, and the next minute he's gone. Mm. And they went into the water as a big B twenty nine. We peeled out of formation and followed him into over the water and protected them from the gunners. And until we were able to call in reinforcements, we, uh, we, we did exactly that. I think we gathered about 120 holes in our airplane. And I, uh, I figured as a navigator that there would be no way with this extra gasoline that we would make it back to Saipan. So I steered a course uh, I called the pilot and I said, Skipper, I'm going, we're going to Iwo Jima. And Iwo Jima, they had just finished fighting for the island as they said they had it secure. It turned out that we were either the first or the second emergency landing on Iwo Jima. Fighting was still going on. We disengaged from the plane, circled it, held pistols drawn, Till they came up, filled up the tanks, sent it back. I thought, oh boy, good luck. <laughs> and, 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 and we had, and I'll tell you something, 
We arrived in Saipan that our gas was so low we had to feather two engines. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. What an experience. What an experience. It's just a miracle that you survived that, and, and here you are 70-plus years later to tell us the tale. Now, Jack, how did you get started in business after World War II? It was no question in my mind, for some reason, I wanted to go into my own business. I felt that after the war, there would be a tremendous demand for all kinds of merchandise, and I wanted to get into it. I formed an export company called Trans-Pacific Traders, and I went to the Chamber of Commerce, the Los Angeles Chamber of Commerce, where they published a list of people who were looking for hard-to-get merchandise. Amongst them was a, uh, an inquiry from the Chinese for navy blue woolen material. Uh, impossible, because all they had manufactured for the past three years was olive drab for the, for the army. But the war was now over, and uh, they were dis- disarming 10 million men. So uh, there was a lot of that. And I figured it out. I didn't think it was rocket science that by the Army Olive Drab, dye it navy blue, sell it to the Chinese. And that's what I did. And it worked. Genius, genius maneuver. Now, you've written a book. Tell us a little bit about your book. Uh, I felt the need. I, I've always uh, I felt that the primary axiom that I've worked by is find a need and fill it. And I found that people were hopelessly behind the times in teaching, in acting, in setting up corporations, and so on. I had 70 years of experience. I've operated companies in the United States, England, uh, France, Italy, Switzerland, Hong Kong. So I had some pretty good ideas of what lay ahead. And that's exactly, exactly what I did is I started uh, my signature company, which uh, is oddly called Jack Nadell International. And uh, it, it, it's been just a source of enormous joy to me. I set up as a family corporation. I was the first chief executive officer. My kid brother, who was 11 years younger, unfortunately has passed away, was the second one, and his son is the third. And that's and we started with a tiny office in Los Angeles, and we now have 25 offices uh, around the world. And wow. uh, I'm very proud of my nephew, Craig, who is, who is the uh, third Nadel to be chief executive officer. Wow, that's really uh a remarkable framework from which to uh, write a book. Can you give us one or two of the tips that you shared in your book? Well, I think probably the most important thing I might have done in the book 
because I was thinking of it in terms if I was starting out, what did I need to know? What could help me? The biggest cause of failure is fear of failure. And uh, we, we, uh, I found, how could I eliminate that? If I put together a simple five-step program, which takes five minutes to read, that I think dramatically reduces the amount of failure in business. I call it the Nadell method because uh, amongst other things, I guess I'm not humble enough. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're glad you're willing to share your insights. So uh, Jack, you know, you have become a, a role model to so many uh, in your family, in the country, in the world, who, who look up to you as a, a war hero, as a uh, business leader, as an entrepreneur, uh, as, as a father. T- tell us, what, who do you look up to? Uh, who's your role model? Uh, I, I guess a number of years ago, one of the companies that I was running was a direct mail company. And uh, one of our clients was a tiny company. Let's see, I think it was called Apple, (laughs) Uh, uh, which has turned into the largest company in the world today. And uh, uh, Steve Jobs was someone I dramatically admired because of his technological genius and for the fact that I think he was a true marketing genius. I would like to make products that when I announce it, there are two lines around the corner. So that, that's, that simply worked. But today, today my hero is a young man named Elon Musk. And this is the guy that started Tesla. Uh, he he, he uh, started uh, uh, PayPal, which I think has been instrumental in a lot of our success in enabling us to collect our money. Practical works, employs lots of people, and makes money. I mean, what else could you ask of an entrepreneur? Yeah. Uh, and, and the courageous way in which he pursues his electric car, uh, which I was fortunate enough to buy stock in, and uh, uh, he, he has set up uh, something that I think is worth following. And then he's got some things that uh, years ago I might have considered off the wall, but now he's going to take us from L.A. to San Francisco in 20 minutes or something. Yeah. I believe him. I really believe him. Yeah, he, he is amazing. He's amazing. I'm just reading his biography right now, is, uh, in fact. And, uh, boy, he, he is uh, someone to, to choose as a, as a role model. Well, Jack, I, I'm, I'm I, curious about uh, why, why you are still at it and why you are focused on giving back so much at this stage in your life. Uh, you live in a beautiful place, uh, right? You live in Santa Barbara near the beach. Uh, you could you could be fully retired, and you if anyone earned it, you earned it. Uh, why are you still engaged? Why are you focused on giving back? Uh, 
you're remarkable. Well, I think at the base, and, and I'm very happy to say that uh, the money I've made will far outlast me. So I'm not worried about living through my life. I, I have learned so much. I have contacted so many people. I see so many misunderstandings that I wanted to pass on a legacy of what I have learned so that this kind of concept can continue long after I'm gone. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Now, Jack, there are all kinds of people who are watching the show. They come from all walks of life. Um, I suspect there are not many World War II veterans who are watching the show. You, you stand almost alone in that group these days, but Tell us a little bit, uh, uh, one thing they all have in common, wherever they come from, is they have a desire to do more good in the world, and you've done a lot of good. You've made a huge impact. Tell us a little bit about how we can do more good in the world. You can always find the time, but I found the most effective way to go is only talk about things that you've done. In other words, if you read my book, there's 50 tips uh, the evolution of an entrepreneur to get the plug in there. Uh, that that uh, I've done it all. Every one of those deals I was in on, every one of those I helped negotiate. So I, I, I'm talking from practical experiences and not theories. And I feel very strongly that we are in danger of losing our middle class. And our middle class, I think, consists mainly of entrepreneurs, of people who can produce new merchandise that have a great need and, and who, are, who produce great products and great processes and make our life better and make for a strong democracy. I believe in international trade very strongly. I believe it on a simple fact since I've been there. People who trade do not fight. You know, that is a great, great insight to wrap up with. Jack, thank you very much for taking time to be with us. Now, can you tell people how to find you, how to connect with you as I'm sure people are going to who see this will want to learn more about you, want to connect with you. How do they do it? I am so grateful for today's technology, which is unusual in guys my age. All you have to do is go to jacknadell.com. I have a well-designed website that uh, not only shows the business, the company, the uh, the deals, the awards I've been fortunate enough to receive, but also tell stories. And I like it as a clearinghouse. I like people when they have questions to, to answer them. I think the biggest problem we have in the world today, and this is going to sound strange, is one of communications. Uh, and I take a class, and, I, and I'm an adjunct professor, incidentally, with no education. I have a high school diploma. 
but I don't think for one thing that you need four years to become an entrepreneur. You do to become an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer, but not to become an engineer. And I, and I think that the teaching methods have, been, have to be greatly changed. They have to be made shorter, quicker, more to the point, and more to a target level. Yeah. And this is really what I've tried to do. That's a great insight. And uh, Jack, we thank you very much for uh, being with us. We're grateful for your, your time today. We're grateful for your noble example of entrepreneurship over the last 70 years. We thank you above all for your service in World War II and your uh, generosity to veterans today. Incidentally, let me end on that note because I understand what a veteran goes through. I have made my books available to them at no charge. I have also, uh, I have also consulted with a number of veterans groups and given webinars and, and so on, because that veteran has to make two transitions. He has to make the transition from being a soldier to being a civilian, which is not easy. And then he has to make the transition from being a, trans- a civilian to becoming an entrepreneur. It's doable. Folks, I'm an ordinary guy. I know nothing. I, 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 I went to no special schools. I had no special education. I did not have a tutor or a mentor. I am one of the millions and millions of people out there that can do better. They just have to know how. Yeah. Well, Jack, again, thank you very much for being with us. We, we wish you every success. Thank you. I'm having fun. All righty. Let's That's do some good. Point. I've got to say, I have had fun every step of the way. I, I don't doubt it, Jack. I don't doubt it. Thank you. Now, now let's do some good. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.